Welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I never ask you how you're doing first. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, how are you today? I'm good. I'm excited good. to be here. It's a dreary mm-hmm. Monday. We're mm-hmm. happy to be drinking our adult beverages, talking some Boy Meets World. Yeah, um, absolutely. Mondays are rough, so I feel like we did this on purpose that we put these on Mondays so we have something to look forward to. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah Mondays are Mondays, and they sometimes just Monday all over us. So um, that's about it. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah, it snowed a little bit here today. Not like yeah. anything where it stuck to the ground, but there were like large flakes, and it actually oh, made yeah. me kind of excited because, like, again, if I'm not driving anywhere, I don't really give a fuck if it snows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like looking at it, so it makes me feel it puts me in the like holiday spirit. Yeah, I I've heard that there is a snowstorm a brewing, so we'll see what we get. Yeah, yeah, I like the snow. Like, it's I mean, it's not fun to drive in, and it's not fun to like pick up after but I think it looks pretty and Winston likes it and he looks all like cute when he runs around in the snow my dogs hate snow uh I dislike snow I don't like shoveling I've always said if I ever have a child that I would want them to be a boy so that I wouldn't have to shovel once they turn like nine to be Um, fair I shoveled all the time as a kid so (laughs) Don't no. get out of it either way. At least not no. in my family. <laughs> well, I I would love shoveling, all shoveling uh to be taken care of. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you have to like shovel a path for your dogs? Will they go outside in it? They will go on snow, but they just hate it. They like their little toesies get really cold. They like <laughs> act like I'm trying to murder them. Like they are they are very dramatic little dogs. So mm-hmm. no. They they will go outside very, very, very quickly and then they're like over it. Yeah. Winston gets like the because he's a golden retriever and he kind of has like the feathered um like hair on his like legs and tail and stuff mm-hmm. he'll get like little snowballs stuck to it oh, yeah, so he'll yeah, have yeah. to like pull them off sometimes but he's crazy like he's he's so funny if you like throw snow in the air he'll try to like bite it oh um, yeah he's really yeah. cute in the snow oh i can't wait to see pictures he's um yeah. an expert leaper into yes. uh, lakes so i can't wait to see what his winter shenanigans are like yeah, the funniest part is when I'm snow blowing. So I'll be like snow blowing our driveway and our like backyard fence goes up against the end of our driveway. And so I'll be like snow blowing into the fence, into the backyard. And he'll be like trying to like catch the snow. Like it's just so funny to watch him Aww. because it's just like shoveling and stuff. You'll throw the snow in the air. He's really entertaining. But yeah, then you have to like, you know, clean him off when he gets inside. Otherwise, you'll he'll leave like little puddles because they'll <laughs> He'll melt off of his paws everywhere. Oh, little but, Winston. He's such a baby gem. He is. He is. So, um, but yeah, so that's all that's really, really going on over here where uh, we just watched the movie Cl- uh, Klaus. I, th- I think it's Klaus, not Claus. Oh. Have you seen that one? It's uh, a Netflix like animated one. Mm, no, I don't know if I've seen it. It came out, if not last year, the year before, and I think it won awards. It was really good, like to, so good to the point where I think I would put it in my like annual rotation. Wow, okay. it's, it's high on praise. Netflix. 
Yes. It's what? animated, but like when you look at it, it looks like it's like the older style animation because of like how they oh, did that's it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures. It looks um it looks kind of cute. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of holiday movies so far, so I really gotta get on that. Maybe yeah. this week. I would say Maybe that that's one what I need. And I think that one is one that you could put on while you were like wrapping gifts or like doing something else. Like it does not need mm-hmm. your full attention. Mm-hmm. If you don't like fully pay attention, you will miss like cute little bits, but um no, I definitely highly recommend for anybody out there looking for a Christmas movie to watch that you're kind of tired of, like, the same old, same old that you've been watching. I recommend that one. It's good. Nice. But. Um, Are you night celebrating some 90s nightcaps today? Yes. So we're drinking out of the cups that you'll see, I'm sure, like, on our Instagram or something when we put out our, our Christmas podcast, which will come out after this. Um, But... I'm drinking a like white wine, like a Riesling out of our cup. Mm. So, wow. Yeah, it's a very, I'm into the sweet wines. I can't do red wines. Um, I'm only into the sweets. Well, you know, so like it's an evolution. You get the white wine and the sweet white wines, then you indulge in sangria, then it becomes red sangria, and then that's how you evolve into red wine. That's the, that's the I evolution. I guess so. Of it. Yeah. I just have a tough time with anything dry. Yeah. I hear you. I oh, am drinking? drinking uh wine as well. Um I'm drinking my red wine. So Is um, it a two buck chuck? <laughs> uh no, <laughs> like a five buck chuck this one. Um, Lovely. Yeah, yes. Decided to splurge like I do sometimes. Still makes me feel like shit. So love that for me. I know. We we got um we placed an alcohol or an alcohol order, I should say, from like a local place. Um, and we stocked up because of just the rising cases and we didn't want to go out again. So we decided that, you know what, we'll just stock up now and not have to go out for a while. So like spent like way too much money on alcohol, like various I, – I like to try new wines as long as they're mm-hmm. like a Riesling or Moscato generally. Mm-hmm. So I bought some of those and I bought some like mini bottles of wine and champagne. Yeah. For nights with like this, where I just want like one glass for the podcast, I don't want to open a whole bottle. Luckily, Will's home tonight, so he split the this bottle with me. Um, Yeah, but yeah, it's I don't want to drink the whole thing in one night. (laughs) Yeah, no, I opened up this bottle yesterday because I was making um, brisket, so that was oh there you go. Yeah, how did your brisket turn out? Was it good? It was okay. I mean, the sauce was very good. The brisket was. Maybe a smidge overcooked, but it's like, you know, it's hard for me to cook red meat. I was like a vegetarian for 10 years, so I still don't like have a conf. I'm not confident in cooking meat still. So, and also like I'm kind of like the main cook in our house and I like, I don't know. Today we did like a HelloFresh meal. Um, Mm, Yes. Which one did you do? uh, This was like some sort of like... uh, soy pork bowl type of thing yes very good yeah liked it a lot so that was more successful um we just like keep making the same things so trying to like switch it up a little yeah yeah i i know what you mean like i'm i'm a huge fan of hello fresh like that would be so fun if we got sponsored by them (laughs) (laughs) but no i'm also a big fan because it kind of just like helps you think outside of like the normal box of what you make Mm-hmm. And then, like, you get the recipes and you can remake them, too. So Yes. Um, yeah. They, they get yeah. the big cards. 
Um, it does sound like a HelloFresh sponsorship. Not yet, it does. guys. Yeah. Not yet. So before <laughs> we get into the episode, I have two little bits of information or like feedback or whatnot. Okay. Um, the first being from season one, episode 13, Risky Business. And it, I just wanted, we put up the question, like, what is better um, the parent trap or it takes two. Oh yes, yeah. And I did two polls, one on Instagram and one on Twitter. Um, what do you think one? I don't know, because Kiersey Alley is in it takes two, and I feel like maybe that would skew the results a bit because she's I a did bit... get that I did get that feedback. I yeah, did she's canceled. Yes. So I'll say parent trap one. Well, okay. So it was 50-50 on both um <laughs> No kidding. On both uh, Instagram and Twitter. So I don't have a definitive answer, uh, which is a little anticlimactic, I know. But um, I just wanted to share if anybody wants to be the hot tiebreaker of the question. And Mm. like this time it was more than three votes. It was actually like a good amount of votes (laughs) on both. And I only voted once, so I didn't skew it. So um I won't put my bias into this, but if anyone wants to be the tiebreaker of what's better, it takes two or parent trap, please let me know. And um, like maybe we could take out the Kirstie Alley of it all because I loved her at yeah, the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just take pretend that she while she's still in it, like without mm-hmm. outside interference of it mm-hmm. all. Yeah, I agree. That's right. So my next bit of feedback is from our hockey correspondent, Jonathan. Oh, lovely. And and this is in regards to season one, episode 14, She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not, Mm -hmm. where Corey was wearing a Mighty Ducks jersey, and he was up for one of our fashion awards. I don't know if he won it that week, but... I think he did. I think you gave it to him. Oh, look at me. So, um... Jonathan writes, hey, so, I'm a week late, but I'm just listening to it now. Um... My goal was to not miss the Mighty Ducks jersey, but I did because he watched the wrong episode by accident, like, right, right, as he stated a couple weeks ago. The Mighty Ducks are absolutely a real hockey team. The team was originally owned by <laughs> Disney, but I have since rebranded and are now known as the Anaheim Ducks, ironically winning the oh. Stanley Cup the same year they took out their uh, original name. They gave us this gold, though, probably the most 90s and Disney opening ceremony ever, uh, and then sent us like a little Mighty Ducks video that I'll have to watch. It looks a little frightening. So oh, my it gosh. Was, it was a hockey team. Like, my memory was serving us right, and now mm-hmm. they're just the Anaheim Ducks, and I can't believe that they're owned by Disney. Very interesting. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. I thought it was just like some 90s movie. I mean, I thought it was one of those things where like I'm sure some small town somewhere has a little hockey team called the Mighty Ducks because they're not <laughs> going to get like a copyright situation. But right. Um, yeah. But, but no, that's funny. The, yeah. The Mighty Ducks is no longer. I guess it's just the Anaheim Ducks now. But um, so the more you know. So thank you, Jonathan, for being the best hockey correspondent ever. I yes, appreciate thank you, that. Jonathan. That's no wonderful. feedback for our general um, sports correspondent. He does not. He does not follow hockey enough. I he guess he doesn't. He's too wrapped up in Mets drama. Mm, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so that was all our old feedback, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was the stuff that's been uh, chilling, chilling in the background. I don't know. Okay. 
So this episode, uh, according to Disney Plus, is season one, episode 16, Model Family. And I think this is like the last one where it's like out of order somewhat. Um, yeah. Originally, this was episode listeners. 15. Yes. Yeah. So we're almost there. Um, and this episode starts off, it's called Model Family, if I didn't say it already. It starts off, we're watching Leave it to Beaver. And at first I was like, wait a minute, am I watching like the right show? Because it started showing Leave it to Beaver and I was yeah. like, what did I click? Yeah, I was like, what? For, it was like very jarring because it's no other um, episode starts off like this and yeah. we didn't even get the blue, 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 blue. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah, that noise. I do know so. exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I I F was also at first confused. Also, yeah. I was looking at season two, and it was so weird because instead of like a, um, instead of a screenshot or a thumbnail of Boy Meets World, there was a screenshot of like Family Guy, and um, as you know, I have ops with Family Guy. So yeah, but where? Was, what do you mean? Where were you looking at Disney Plus or somewhere Disney, else? Yeah, Disney Plus. What? I wonder if it got fixed by now. Yeah. So like the Somebody, other day, somebody's getting fired. Some intern is fired <laughs> right now. So it was the weirdest thing. I was like, "What in the world?" Um, I wonder if it's still there. But it's, it was just confusing. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, but no, yeah, so got- they're all watching. Leave it to Beaver in class. Um, basically, like Feeney is segueing this into an assignment about the I quote unquote ideal family. Um, and he says that a model American family has a mother, a father, and two children. Right, uh, Jessica, um, explain your family situation. So Quickly. I would fall into the quote unquote model American family. I have a mother, a father, and an older brother. So yeah. very typical of like the I forget mm-hmm. what is that word? I keep forgetting it. Um model. The, no, not family. model family, but they <laughs> yes, those two. Now they call it something where it's like, oh, it's like the very typical um like mom dad father or uh, daughter and son type of thing yeah. but i forget what it's called um yeah. but well, yeah that's kind of my situation my family uh mother father two sisters so mm-hmm. we both fall into that quote unquote model family umbrella right and i do think that like this assignment would be different nowadays because like we all know like this isn't what everybody's family looks like everybody's family looks different maybe you have one parent maybe you have you know no siblings or five siblings or maybe you you know maybe you have two dads or two moms or maybe you're you live with your grandparents or your aunt or your uncle like it's it's Mm -hmm. so different nowadays that I don't think that this assignment would fly (laughs) no no but or like it could be a similar assignment but maybe you pull out of a hat like what your unconventional type of family maybe there would be right. a standard mother father two kid family maybe there'd be another group yeah. where it's two moms maybe it'd be another group with one single parent so i feel like this could be um like yeah adjusted to the 2020 look or yeah. aesthetic or you know model i don't know um have you ever had to do anything like this in your schooling no. Um, yeah, me either. I think, like, the closest I would get is, like, some kind of, like, um, home economics, like, mm. thing. But even then, I don't 
I guess I don't – I guess we, we'll we get to it at the end, but I don't necessarily understand the purpose of this assignment with school. <laughs> like, I kind of get it in, like, a – like, again, like a home economics point of view, but I don't really know what they're learning. Yeah, um, I don't know what I – I really don't know what class this is. I think it would be home economics because that's – for me, that was the class that you, like, you learned to cook. You learned to, like, sew. You're you learned to, like – just home ec too. No, I see. I think in this situation, by the time I was in sixth grade, I took many different classes with many different teachers. So Mm -hmm. this is just a weird situation where they have Feeny for like every subject. But Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think this is a weird assignment. But essentially, each student is going to write a profile of an ideal blank. So an ideal mother, ideal father, sister, brother, and their partner is going to become that person. So right. Corey's dad, Topanga's mom, Sean and Minkus are their, the sons in their family. Right. Um, yeah. How do they always get paired with each other? I don't – You would think Because no one knows the names sp- of the other students. <laughs> you would think that they want to split up these these four. But I think that Feeney just enjoys yeah. watching Corey uh, squirm a little. I don't know. Um, yeah, 100%. He just thinks that it's um, – I think he just thinks that it's, like, so funny to see them squirm and so funny to see, like, Sean and Corey have to put up with Minkus and vice versa. Nuclear family. I think that's what the word I was looking for before. Oh, I've um, never heard that term. Yeah, it's just like usually consists of like two parents and their children versus Mm. any other familial situation where there aren't two parents and children present, right? Interesting. Um, I just think nowadays families look – families come in all shapes and sizes. And I think that it would be, again, like you said, like maybe maybe they have um, Sean and Corey as the parents and, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. one child. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. But – so this is also where Corey says um, when he finds out that Minkus and Sean are going to be brothers before he finds out he's the dad. He says, Nerdorama, which Nerd-o-rama. is like the same thing as surprise. Was it surprise Rama last Surpri- episode? Uh, uh, like Sean said it, I think, last yeah. time. I don't I, it could have been surprise Rama or something Rama. Maybe. It was something like that. Yeah, yeah. And said the same way, too. So maybe the same director for both episodes. This is very much a 90s thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, cut to the next scene, and Eric and his friend – so his friend is named Jason Marsden, and the actor is named uh, Jason Marsden. <laughs> So, oh, that works out. This is so, we do see him a lot. I remembered him as soon yeah. as I saw him because he's recurring. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is um, Eric's best friend in seasons one and two. Um, this role was actually written for Jason himself because he's worked on other shows uh, that the show's creator um, Michael Jacobs, mm-hmm. Jacobs worked on. So he did like a um, like a the Torkelstons and. Uh, or a reboot of the Torkelsons called Almost Home. And hmm. um, they, they you know, eventually they thought that it would just be funny if they used the same exact name. So we're going to see this character a lot in the next season and a half. Um, I don't know where he goes after that. I can't recall. But um, 
Yeah. This is Eric's BFF, Jason. Yeah, and this is the first we're seeing him, the first we're hearing of him. But it makes sense, right? Like, Sean has Corey. It would make sense to give Eric someone to kind of bounce off of, especially because you get the you get the vibe that Jason is is not so lucky with the ladies like <laughs> no. Eric is and he's kind yeah. of like a nice balance you know balanced counterpart to Eric um, yeah yeah so so we're at the mall and we've never had a, a scene at the mall before so this is kind of nice a little change oh, yeah. of pace oh, wait one sec one sec about James Jason Marston if you don't yeah. mind he has no, also um played the role of like the voice of Binks the cat and hocus Pocus. Oh, um, really? He also is the voice of Max Goofy in, like, all the video games <gasps> and, of course, the Goofy movie and, like, the Goofy people. Yes. And he also played one of the gorillas in Tarzan. So he's, like, a prominent voice actor. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I can see. So, yeah, now that you say that, I definitely hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that um, we both like the Goofy movie, so I thought that you would mm-hmm. enjoy that. Yeah, no, now that you say that, I definitely, I definitely can hear it in his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but so him and Eric are at the mall and uh, a, a woman named Alexis approaches mm-hmm. um, Eric about, because she's a modeling rep and she approaches him about being a model. And this is like anybody who's ever been to a mall knows to like, just like put your blinders on, walk the other direction whenever you right. get approached by these people. Right, of course, right, right. Eric falls for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're actually at the mall scoping for girls. And, you know, once they saw a girl, they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, they're actually there's actually, like, a beautiful woman speaking to me. So, mm-hmm. um, so Alexis is just like, you're – I've had my eye on you. You're unbelievably handsome. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. for a few moments? Um, and Eric's like instantly like glue. Like he forgot his name. Like he right. forgot why he's there. But um, yeah, like he he is like definitely in love. But Alexis wants to wants to sell him a, a modeling photo package for ninety bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So of course he falls for it. And um then we we go back to Corey where with uh, Topanga Mancus and Sean at his house, kind of going each other going over each other's profiles that they made for one another. Mm-hmm. So apparently Topanga's model husband mm-hmm. lives in harmony with the physical and metaphysical world and is yeah. aligned with the Navajo spiritual path. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense when we know Topanga's character and what she likes, what she doesn't like. It makes a lot of sense that this is kind of the path that she would go down for her ideal husband. Yes. Yep. And um, what he she wants him to be in tune with nature. So yeah, it's very like stereotypical, like what early seasons Topanga would want. Somebody that is like spiritual and one with the earth mm-hmm. and like a flower child like her. Right. And Corey's model wife is exactly <laughs> what you think Corey would write, where he doesn't, uh, my model wife won't care how dirty my room gets. She'll let me win at video games. She'll play street hockey at any time, day or night. Yeah. And then Topanga has a funny joke of, well, why don't you just marry Sean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Corey's response is because our kids will look like horses. 
I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but Ryder Strong has some pretty good genes, so maybe not. He should be so lucky, Corey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I wanted to know if you have what your mo- – I know you're married, but what would your <laughs> model husband be? Mm, I can go first. Definitely – let me think. Definitely has to be somebody who doesn't talk as much as I do, who likes to play games because I enjoy mm-hmm. playing games mm-hmm. and who is out like outdoorsy, but not somebody who like wants to live outdoors. So like likes to go camping, but then likes to like come home and be it's like a homebody, which is shouldn't that, be a problem nowadays, I guess. Is that just Will? <laughs> I mean, that's he has a lot, all of those qualities, yeah. But like, that's because I chose him because he has those qualities, right? Right. Yeah. My model <laughs> husband would be somebody that um, cleans up his room <laughs> and um, <laughs> that he would have a good sense of humor and. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't watch Family Guy uh, right before bed at a very loud volume. And somebody that, I don't know, uh, just is a good support system. So currently I have like two out of the four, which is Yeah, I was going to say you're allowed to, to trash your future husband here because he doesn't listen to the podcast every week. So I get in trouble if I say too many mm-hmm. bad things. Uh, mostly, I just like don't want any cartoons at our house in our house at all. I feel like that's a reasonable request for being yeah. like thirty something years old. Like that's that's reasonable, depending on what you would classify as a quote unquote cartoon. Anything that I has, say. I don't want squeaky voices. Interesting. But, yeah. Okay. It's, what I, about Bob's Burgers? Is Bob's Burgers allowed? It's okay. It's okay. Okay, because Bob's do, Burgers is funny. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So, um, Minkus, Minkus's model brother pamphlet is 40 pages long, which is a, a big read, a big ask. <sighs> he has to know, like, Sean's never reading this. Oh, no, 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 no. Sean <laughs> would not read this. I mean, he already threw it out. It's already gone. So, bye. Yeah. Yeah, he's not interested in anything to do with what Minkus has to say. And then (laughs) in comes Eric. And this part was so funny to me because I feel like this happens again. Like this is like a running gag maybe. And he says, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. (laughs) And then my favorite line of like the entire episode is when he goes, obsession. (laughs) So I don't know why. Was he monologuing? I, I think, think he's just like practicing, yeah. For for he's a, supposed to be a model, not an actor. I guess he. I feel like one kind transition. of leads into the other. Maybe sure. he's a actor before that was like a thing. Ooh, a actor. Eric invented the actor. He would be um, a good Manny, like you know, and this is us. Mm. How yes. like um uh what's his oh. face the Manny. Like, yes, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin is the Manny. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he would make a good Manny. I agree with that. Kevin has depth, but doesn't always seem like he has depth. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, Sterling K. Brown is really the star of that show, and we all yeah. know it. Yeah. Um. I'm especially ready to do a this is us podcast. Actually, oh, bye. I. I love. Off. It's one of those shows where, like, I love like 
25% of it and then like 25% yeah. of it like pisses me off and then yeah. that's only you know 50%. but like listen it was all worth it to see like Sterling K Brown like dancing and stripping like on television she was talking shit about it like from the instant it started cuz it's bullshit what they've done and we all know it if you guys are this is us fans Go ahead and at me. But what they did in the season premiere with Sterling K. Brown's mom was bullshit and we all know it. Uh, I'd like for anybody to try to tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. You are they, wrong. They should have just we, left it be. We don't even know what's happening. I was mad anything. that they even brought her back into it. Ugh. But it that's the fact anything. that I don't like it. That's what I don't like. Whatevs. So, yeah. um. So ever, the kids are like they like wait did you get like intro like did you get spoken to at the mall did you pay ninety dollars to get your photos taken you got yeah. scammed don't know how all these little kids know this um, but they do um, yeah I feel like an adult coming over to solicit young children for modeling photos like they would definitely have to get parents consent for that you'd think. <laughs> Well, Minkus's dad is like, Minkus, you need something else for your Harvard application. Like, let's get this modeling stuff going. So. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like he'd be like, oh, this is just another thing for your resume, Minkus. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Stuart. He probably calls his son Stuart. Oh, yeah. Stuart. Stuart. Um, Oh, my gosh. Do you want to guess how much $90 in 1996 is equal to nowadays? $150. Oh, I wish I had a bell because it is 150.67 cents. Wow. Ding, 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 motherfucker. You did it. I didn't even look it up. I just guessed. I am. Spot on. Told you I was clairvoyant, but not really. Should have been in economics. You missed your calling. (laughs) Math. What's math? Uh, I I don't know. Um, So. Amy, okay, so then like uh, 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 Amy, Allen, and Morgan come in and mm-hmm. they see the heiress distraught. Uh, Morgan has like a banging one liner again, like huge, kind of screaming this time again, but it's fine. It's fine. And That's her Corey, thing. Yeah, Corey tattles on Eric and says that he got scammed in the mall for 90 buckaroos. Yeah, they love to like tattle on one another. Um and Alan is pissed. He oh, is yeah. furious about this. And oh, I assume yeah. like it's Eric's own money because like he has his own job. But yes. um Alan is really angry and is gonna like obviously tell Eric off. And Amy's like, Alan, I need to speak to you outside like very quickly. <laughs> like she speaks like in that way. Yeah. Um <laughs> and she like the funny thing is, is she's like, I know exactly what you were gonna do, and then she basically says Eric is more complex than Alan, which I beg to differ. Yeah, Amy, I, 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 I don't know about that, but I think that she can yeah. read her husband like a book. Um, and I Eric, feel like he's more predictable than Eric is at this point. Like yeah, you know, because yeah. Eric's a teenager, so his like he's a bit all over the place, mm-hmm. but. She basically says, like, don't get on his case. We believe in him. He's our son. He'll do the right thing. Like, everybody makes mistakes with their money. He's not going to do it again. Um, And so Alan, like, he understands he's going to lay off. And, of course, this is when Eric comes back and he's like, I know I made a big mistake. I'm going to go try to get my money back. 
Yeah. So then Amy's like, told you so, slaps him on the ass. Well, she married him for his body. (laughs) Uh, You probably hated it. I thought it was saucy. You know, these two get it. Um, Yeah, they're, they like, they tow that line for me of like, when it's like cute and then it gets like to be too much sometimes, but most of the time I'm in on it. Most of the time I'm, I'm for it. Um, but you missed the, um, the, uh, our Arnold Schwarzenegger reference where, Oh, what uh, did I miss? Alan's, uh, says, Oh yeah. He says, I'll be back. I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. And tries to, uh, uh, a, um, an impersonation, which makes me want you guys to know that we just released um, our Jingle All the Way podcast with the great Josh Wiggler. If you have not checked that out yet, uh, please do so. Um, it was really fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We have a lot of Schwarzenegger impersonations in that podcast. So definitely give that one a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Alan does the I'll be back. It's not a very good impersonation, I don't think, but he no. tried. No, no. Um, he, he did it. He tried. So what does like around this age range, I would say, like, did you ever make like a big mistake with your money. I still don't even think, I guess $150 at 15 years old is a lot of money, but like mm-hmm. considering you could make a much worse mistake with your money, I think. Yeah. I think like the only thing that comes to mind at that age was that, um, I had money in my purse and, mm-hmm. um, I had money in my purse brought to school and, like, when we were at the gym lockers, we had, like, you know, uh, we had gym lockers. And I yeah. we had to bring our own lock. And for whatever reason, I didn't have a lock on my gym locker. And I left my money in my purse in my gym locker. And somebody stole my money Ugh. while I was in gym, gym class. Yeah, that's a real asshole. Karma hopefully came back to bit them in the ass because that's yeah. horrible. And, I, like, I don't know how much money it was. I forget. But it was a lot of money at that time. Right. I think any amount of money when you're like either just starting a job or, you know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't say anything to anybody. I don't know why. But whatever. I mean, even if you did, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's cash. It's not like a credit card or exactly. something. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's hard to trace it. Yeah, that's tough. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think. Like, I don't think I have any. Besides that, when like I first, so when I first got a job, when I, I mean, when I was first like got a normal job versus like side jobs and stuff, um, the first thing I got was like I bought a car so that I could drive to and from my job and have a car to get around. But then I remember, and I put like all my money towards that in the very beginning. But then I remember like the first time I got a job and like having a ton of money, which kind of gave you like the freedom to like, just do whatever you wanted. I I specifically remember um, in high school, I went to like a, gosh, I don't even know what it was called, but it was like a, it was off campus and I went to it like all day versus like going to a normal high school and um, new visions. That's what it's called, but that doesn't mean anything to anybody. It essentially was like specific things. So they had one for like politics. They had one for journalism, which is what I did. They had one for like medical studies. If you knew that you wanted to go into that after high school, this is like in senior year. And I remember I would get out earlier than like normal high schools some days. So I would go pick up lunch on my way home and I would always stop and get like Chinese food like so often. And then I'm wondering like how much money did I spend on Chinese food when I was like a high schooler? Like it's not like 
I didn't lose money, but like it's like certainly wasteful, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could have just eaten at home, had it like once a yeah. week. All right. Well, you yeah. know, that if that's your worst sin with money, uh, I know that I know you and I know kind of like we've spoken about money habits and you have a very healthy relationship with money. So uh, if that's your worst sin <laughs> at that age. I'm sure there's worse out I, there, uh, but I just don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just don't remember. Like, I'm sure I've wasted a ton of money on just like shit in general, right? Like, mm-hmm. you buy shit you don't need when you're, especially mm-hmm. when you're like young and you just get a job and you just come into a ton of money. You're like, sure, just fucking throwing money all over the place, you know? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think he could have done a lot worse than bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Eric goes to the mall to get his money back and Alexis says um i have a job for you it pays 50 dollars, and if they like you then you'll get more work and then eric's like oh okay he comes home and then he quits the freaking grocery store Ugh, this is so stupid dude like you can do both that's what drives me crazy it's like (laughs) why can't you do both yeah like if you just need like a day off here and there to like go do a modeling gig you get someone to cover for you like it's not like you're incapable and not only that but I mean I don't know how much he works at the grocery store but I'm sure you could like switch shifts with other people if you really needed to yeah this is so ridiculous he's just like nope I I have like a a new career and this is it and Amy like undoes her uh leash with Alan and Alan you know really asks him to like think things through and give it like some real thought and be logical about this and then he ultimately says like look like you're my son i'm not going to like stop you from what you really really want to do but i just want you to make like a good decision so what do you want to do yeah eric's like i'm quitting the store i'm done he wants to be a supermodel which like i'm sure not everybody, but a lot of people at one point in their life are like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be a model. I'm going to be yeah. like famous, you know? Yeah. And like, I get it. But at the same time, like, it's so short sighted when you only have one gig lined up. Like, wait to see where it goes. Of course, he's a teenager. <laughs> so all the things we're saying, yeah. like, are, doesn't, do not run through his stupid brain. Yeah. So it's like, it's right pointless. Could, and like, you really do both. Yeah, but even like Alan's not going to talk him. Like, so Alan and, and Corey have a talk because Corey's like, why'd you let him get away with that? Because, of course, Corey's becoming a father, you know, for his class. Yeah. And he's like, I don't understand, like, why you're letting Eric get away with it. And Alan's like, well, I know it's going to go nowhere. You know it's going to go nowhere. He doesn't get that. And, like, I can't get him, I can't force him to understand it. Yeah, exactly. Which is a good. You know, it's a good rule. Corey doesn't really get mm-hmm. it. Like he he doesn't get like why the rules keep changing and like like how he's supposed to, you know, Corey's very black and white. He doesn't see like um con like he doesn't like get the gray areas or like right. you know, intentions on people on why people do things besides like what surface value, but you got to like he's like 11 or 12, so I guess I have to give little Corey a break. Yeah, he does try to pull a good con on Alan, though, and he's like, oh, well, can I go sleep over at Sean's house? And Alan's like, it's a school night. And he's like, but I don't see it that way. I don't see that. Like, 
is he's really clever that Corey. I don't understand why anybody in their right mind would want to have a sleepover. Ever? I had, I had a lot of sleepovers in my day and yeah. it's like I just like why did I want to have sleepovers? Sleepovers fucking suck. You are like I don't know, I loved that up all night gabbing about nothing and you can't sleep in your own bed and you have were like, you one of the ones that like over... were you one of no. the ones that like fell asleep first at every sleepover oh. you went to no 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 I, I wasn't <laughs> it's just like now thinking back like in college I had like when one close friend always wanted to have sleepovers I was like fuck no I'm not having a sleepover I just want to sleep in my own house my own I don't know college bed. is yeah college is different I think but I enjoyed them a lot when I was younger because it was like me and my friends all got together it was like you know you gossiped and you were like I don't know it was always fun yeah. it was always exciting it was something different I had one friend yeah. when I was in like maybe middle or high school where it was like every weekend we were at either at one of our houses it's we too would much. like hang out it's too much we'd make movies it was fun yeah no I did that too it's just too much Looking now I don't think I would. I like to sleep in my own bed now. Yeah. Like I wouldn't yeah. want to now. But as a kid, I I enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't want yeah. a sleepover ever again. I mean, I don't think you have to anymore. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to. I don't. I have sleepovers every night, and I don't want them. It's like, <laughs> uh, let's just kick, kick everybody just want out. my space. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even the I dogs, can. Get, I get they, that. Yeah, they can go away too. Maybe we do. Oh need no, Winston has sofa. to stay. Because we're getting a sleeper sofa, yeah. so maybe we do need it. Because then I can have a sleepover in my own bed, like or in the sleeper sofa bed. Whatever, this doesn't matter. So yeah, but I don't think that's cozy enough for like yourself all the time. No, no, no. Just like, once in a while, like a vacation, a, a vacation where I can just a vacation. Be on my yeah, bed. vacation in your own house. Yeah, COVID friendly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So at school, Minkus. Um, okay, so they're doing their school project, their presentation, and yes. the thing is, is that, or the scenario is the, one of the brothers wants to get a tattoo. So in this case, Minkus wants to get a tattoo. Right. And, um, so Topanga's wearing a Phillies shirt. Sean is essentially just like Minkus, where he has, like, a sweater vest and glasses. Minkus is wearing, like, what looks to be some type of, like, gas station attendant shirt with like flannel and (laughs) like he's not wearing his glasses and then Corey has a feather on his head which Mm -hmm. kind of like not a good look now um like I get it but no (laughs) right yeah Um, we um we would not think that is necessary uh no I you can and the weird thing is too like I thought it was going to be worse when I saw this was like a screen grab for this episode. Mm -hmm. But I feel like what's annoying is that they like hit the nail on the head earlier in the episode because Corey's like, Topanga, I'm not a Navajo. And yeah, and and Topanga's like, you don't need to be a Navajo to be like one with nature, which again, Mm -hmm. like lovely. I love it. But like, then why the fuck is he wearing a feather on his head? You know, I think that was a a Corey call, not a Topanga call. that would not surprise me. Yeah. yeah. So um they're they're having an argument and so Minkus is saying that he wants a tattoo. Sean is saying that, you know, he shouldn't get a tattoo. And then <laughs> I loved Corey's line that he like memorized and he's like, A person's body is his temple. If he <laughs> wants to ornament his temple, he should be allowed to. 
Yeah, so that was a uh, uh, a Topanga in line. So Topanga actually had like a very funny like imitation of Corey. It was like, you tattoo, no tattoo, you know. Something like that. Something Mm -hmm. along those those lines. I thought that was funny. Um, They did good imitations of one another. They did. And like Sean as the nerd or the geek was like so good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was very good acting by many uh, writers strong and Minkus was very cool. We've seen Minkus cool before, so it's not a surprise that Minkus can be the cool boy once in a while. Um, yeah. And the big reveal is that even <laughs> though the family decided that they will not, uh, that Minkus will not get a tattoo, Minkus reveals that he got the tattoo. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like his entire chest, which is hilarious. <laughs> like some dragon and, tattoo. Yeah, and like Sean thinks it's like awesome. And he's like, wow, Minkus, I'm impressed. And Corey is a pissed because that was not what they had agreed to. But like it ends up working out perfectly because like Feeney says, like a family is a living, breathing you know, thing that requires adjustment and change. There is no model household. There are no model parents, which mm-hmm. I like this as like lesson. a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes sense. There's no one size fits all. Um, mm-hmm. And so it kind of worked out in their favor, but I just don't really know that I get like, I understand how this connects to the other storyline, but I don't understand why they're learning this in school. Like, I just feel like it's a weird lesson. <laughs> yeah, I never learned anything like this at school, but um, yeah. I think it's just uh, one of those things where we have to live in disbelief and just like, yeah, sure. Like, this is one of Feeney's yeah. lessons. I, don't, I think that Feeney just teaches life lessons. I don't think that he teaches school subjects. Yeah, right. What's What textbooks is this from, Feeney? <laughs> see it no and honestly like a lot of these lessons i wish that i would have learned um so maybe we do need these like life lessons uh classes in this age you can tack that on to the tax lesson that everybody talks about how like um the meme it's like well i learned like square dancing in class but i didn't learn how to do my taxes Oh my god, why did you learn? Yeah. No. Oh, but like that's I, the I agree. Meme, but this is a real Oh, thing. a meme, a meme, yes. It's a meme. No, but I no, really that's, did. I that's really for did sure. do square dancing in fourth grade. We did square dancing in gym class, or sorry, physical education. Yeah. Um but gym like, is the plane. Yeah, but why why do we do that instead of learning how to prepare taxes? It's wild. I don't uh, know. American Everybody should schooling. learn how to do taxes. Yeah. American schooling people. That's what we got. Yes. Exactly. Um, did you catch um, the really funny line about like they were talking about how you know like oh like Beaver's dad um, always said the right thing because he had like the best oh yes writers in um, writers in Hollywood and Feeney's like um, he, what did he say he's like like isn't that lucky of them or something along those or, lines. I don't know anything about that or something yeah, like, like that. Do you think that yeah. was like a um a William Daniels like improv that they just like kept no. in there? I think really? it was written for him to say. Like I think they did that as like a cheeky little like okay. thing towards the show. I think that would think. be so funny if like it was like an improv but like not like he meant it but just says like a he joke and they like me. kept it in. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as like an improv guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could be I would wrong. Love to know if but that I, was improv, or if any of yeah. this stuff is improv. 
Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know with kids if you'd have a lot of improv. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe um, later on, like maybe that, like maybe, um, maybe like the fee, maybe that was originally improv. Like maybe like this stuff later on. Um, Not now. Kids don't improv. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So we go back to the mall and Eric has like the, the, the fanciest outfit on Um, (laughs) he's wearing all black (laughs) all black like a turtleneck like totally like um doug's sister julia like that yes or like or almost like like a daria one of those like trent like one of like that type of vibe um yeah very very saucy i loved it um and he has two girls on either arm and he's like mm-hmm. hello i am here for my close-up i am your the model that you seek like i am here for uh the attend it was so funny yeah yeah he and his and jason is there too and turns out he has to dress up as a lobster um for a restaurant <laughs> And Uh, he's horribly embarrassed. And of course, in come Corey and Sean. And so Eric tasks them with getting rid of the girls, making sure they don't see him like this, Um, which they do attempt to do it. But then, of course, there's an announcement that like anybody who knocks the lobster into the dunk tank or excuse me, the tub o butter will get like (laughs) a lobster dinner and the girls want the lobster dinner. And of course, Why there were do big reveals. Girls want lobster. No idea, because they're like they're just like greedy. I don't know because they just they oh, think that they're going to be cool if they eat lobster. So weird. You know? That was a weird one. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Morgan spots Eric like mm-hmm. on the side, and it's like Eric, Eric, that's my brother, Eric, and yeah, screaming everybody- her lines as always. <laughs> And everybody, like, sees, and the girls are like, oh, my God, you're a lobster. What a loser. Like, should we pity him or should we just laugh at him? And they're like, it's so us to just laugh at him and point. And then uh, they're like, Jason, win us the lobster. (laughs) So Jason um, throws the ball and knocks him into the tub of butter. Yep, first shot, he's in the tub of butter. Everybody's laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Eric's a lobster and he's in butter, which is, like, kind of gross when you think about it because it wasn't even, like, clear water. It was, like, you know, had a color it added butter. to it. It was disgusting. Ugh. Um, ew, can you imagine? You have to shower, like, 70 times to get butter off of Because you. it's, like, very greasy. Like, it will stay on your yeah. skin for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Did you ever have one of these, like, mascot jobs? I don't think you did, but. Definitely not. Did like, you? No. No. Mm, I think you might I feel have. like the, the downside would you, that's a very would be, niche question. I don't know because it happened in the episode. I'm just making conversation. <laughs> yeah. So why – like do you think that Eric like really should be that embarrassed that his first modeling gig is a lobster? Like I don't feel like it's that bad. Um, At least it's I a job. Know. It's a paying job. It pays you $50. It's a job. I just think, like, for a 16-year-old, it's, like – or 15-year-old, 16-year-old, it's, like, kind of embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I could see why it's slightly embarrassing. It's too bad it wasn't one of those outfits that has, like, a head on top so you couldn't see his face because then it Yeah, well, no, but that's why they hired somebody attractive. 
Yeah, it also doesn't make sense to me why they bothered hiring someone attractive for this. They just needed somebody to do it. Yeah. You mean allegedly Um, attractive. Yes, allegedly. Allegedly attractive people. He's like 18 here, so I guess it's okay to call him attractive. But we just feel safe. Yes. So back at the Matthews residence, um, we have Alan coming in back from work, and Eric is like, strongly just like groveling essentially he's Mm -hmm. like pitching how to get his like oh look what i can do here's you have this over here and this over here and i know how to pack fucking groceries into a bag just like every other fucking human being does (laughs) and there's art to it but like bitch cans on the bottom we all know no i that is okay (laughs) i will say that is something i have not been to the grocery store in a very long time at this point and there is something i do miss about going to the grocery store because i used to have a system i have like three larger bags reusable bags that i bring and i i love packing my own groceries i hate when somebody else packs my groceries because i put them in a specific order because i'll put like stuff that i know goes away in the cabinets together together and then i'll put like my frozen stuff together so that when i get home it's all like super organized i hate when other people pack my groceries because they don't do it the way i like it done why don't you just say i would like to pack my own groceries because i don't want to be that bitch like yeah sometimes i purposely go to the line that doesn't have a bagger yeah um in my grocery store i will say like so i don't know anybody like if somebody's in the northeast then i'll i'm talking about but there's a price chopper and there's a shop rate and the price chopper is always hopping that bitch is busy but ShopRite is usually a little bit more dead. So they don't have as many cash people there. Cash, oh my God, what is it? Cash register people? What are they called? Anyway, cashiers. they don't have as many of them. Cashiers, thank you. Wow. Okay, brain gone completely. <laughs> um, They don't have as many cashiers, which is nice because then they don't have as many baggers. And so it's like not a big deal. But everyone, so I purposely will choose one that does not have a bagger so that I can bag mm-hmm. my own. But sometimes mm-hmm. if the person's like not busy, they'll pop over and I'm just like, ugh. Because I just wow. want to pack my own shit, man. I hear this you. This is like such I a first world problem. Yeah, truly yeah. is. Um, but it's okay. But, it's okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, so Alan's like, sorry, you can't have your job back. I already filled the position. Um, that's what happens when you're a manager, you have to fill these roles and he, um, which I think is BS. Like I, I don't, I think that like there, he did not fill the position. He's just saying that to teach Eric a lesson. I mean, how Um, long has it been? Like a few days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, um, I think that it's just like a good lesson by Alan. So he says, if you would like a job, you can have your old job, which is the, um, weekend night shift and uh that's the job you can have my conspiracy on this is that like because we know that like eric got promoted right so what if the person who because there's an opening for friday and saturday nights right my conspiracy is that he promoted someone who had the friday and saturday night shifts to eric's job because then he, why would he have an opening for another job? You know what I mean? All like, right. I feel like it so makes maybe sense. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. So He's not going to wait around forever, you know? Yeah. He has to maybe fill that he, position. Yeah, so maybe he did get demoted. I'm not yeah. quite sure. Yeah. 
Um, and basically Corey's like, well, you shouldn't have to worry about not going on dates anymore anyway. And now those girls are going to tell everybody about your lobster outfit. Hey, oh, I mean, Corey already told everybody. Corey, like, of course probably he did. got like the phone list, um, from Amy and like started oh my calling God. all the phone numbers and just like, they totally did. Or maybe it was like a phone tree. So, you know, phone yeah. trees, like there's one person at the top and then it yes. goes like trees down. Corey already made those calls. The whole entire school knows. No, you know what he did? What's that? He told Feeney, and Feeney just spread it everywhere because he's a gossip. gossip, Yeah, Gossip Queen Feen told the entire school. He put it in the school bulletin. Yep, already done. Everybody knows. Already done. Yep. Um, (laughs) So, you know, so Corey's, like, impressed about what his dad did and that, you know, he says that – Alan's like a good dad because he's adaptable and he realizes that families are like a living, breathing thing and Mm -hmm. that uh, blah, blah, blah. Very nice life lesson. And then they get into Tickle Fest because uh, he makes the example of the tattoo and Alan's like, where's the tattoo? Where's the tattoo? Tell me. Tell me. Very cute. Yeah. Good little dad. Yeah, it was a really cute moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the, the end tag is, this makes no sense to me, but it's fine. Corey's at the mall, like flexing in front of Alexis mm-hmm. and he's trying to get like discovered. She's yeah. like not interested. And then when he, she asks for nine, if he has $90, he's like, see ya. It's like, you already know all of this, Corey. What are you doing? <laughs> I think he just wants to see if he's attractive enough to get the job. I and guess that's true. He I just wants the not. attention. Yeah. No, poor Corey. Not, unless he has $90. Brillo heads don't get modeling jobs. No, poor Brillo head. Poor Brillo head. <laughs> oh no. Um. Yeah. So that was our that was our episode. I felt like I like this. This is an average episode to me. It's not as good as some of the more recent ones we watched that I really really liked. But it's very average. I thought the school lesson could have used some work. It didn't make much sense to me. I feel like it would definitely be updated more. Mm-hmm. um nowadays if they did it um yeah. what did you think yeah i agree i'm excited to see jason and it's a new character that we see for a while and it's um the first friend of eric's that's not a girl that we see yes. um come in so it's exciting to have like a new character that's like kind of permanent at least for the foreseeable future and i do think it's a memorable episode like i think that this episode is something that when i was watching it i definitely saw um a handful of times because i remembered a lot of the plot the plot points so in terms of like memorability like i thought that was good um but yeah like i thought that i liked the lesson in general um i i think it's very funny to see like Mingus and Sean, like reverse roles. Um, it's always fun mm-hmm. to have things like switch up a little bit. Um, so I thought it was a pretty like decent episode too. Not like our very worst, but not like our very best. So a good like middle tier episode, I would say. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited for what we have going forward. Um, but it's time to get into the fashion hour. Ooh. Um First up, we have our Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. And I couldn't do this one. I couldn't do this this week without including Alexis because we need a little bit, a little bit, a little bit Alexis. (laughs) And (laughs) I chose – she had a lot of outfits to choose from, but I didn't think it was fair to like 
overload the the Rachel Green award with just her outfits. So I did choose her first outfit of the episode, which is like a black business pant with mm-hmm. a red like jacket that again, if you take the shoulder pads out, I think I could see someone wearing this, but it's it's like a very fire engine red and it has the cuffs are folded up and they have their black cuffs. It has a single button and the lapels are also black. But because yeah. of the, like heavy heavy shoulder pad, it was very 90s to me. Yeah. I also thought her hair looked really nice yes. cuz it's like highlighted and that I yes. think is more timeless is her hair because it's highlighted, it's voluminous, it's kind of like a lot a lot of body yaddy yaddy in her hair which I yeah it's a it's a long um Rachel Green hair actually yes yeah a lot of layers Mm -hmm. yeah this is a a good outfit I think that um I think that it's you know the colors are very bold it has the color blocking with the black um cuffs and um and neckline with the black button. So yeah, this is a 90s outfit businesswoman. I can totally see this being like a stereotypical like 90s outfit or girl on the go or like mm-hmm. 90s businesswoman who has a business meeting. Yes, 90s business lady. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Next up, I have one of the two girls on Eric's arm. Um, I don't know that they had names. If they did, I did not write them down. But this is the girl when they walk into the scene on the left. She is wearing a almost like our logo, long sleeve pink, oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a Pepto Bismol yeah. pink, um, yeah. with a denim vest, uh, like a light wash denim vest, and then uh-huh. she has a floral. Um, I would say it's kind of a mini skirt, not like mini mini, but like nineties mm-hmm. mini. And she has on the piece de resistance is the like Mary Jane shoes, like black shoes with white ankle socks. Like, oh, yeah. what a Luke. No one would ever nowadays. Yeah. I This girl's name is Kimberly in my mind. Okay. She, oh, I thought you – okay. When you no. said that, I legitimately believed you. So now, yeah. No, she just 100%. looks like a freaking Kimberly. Yeah. So – She does. Um, yeah, this is a classic 90s outfit, and those little Mary Jane shoes are uh, very 90s. The denim jacket's very 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this girl is a uh, high school, like, teeny bopper for sure. Yes, 100%. Cute look. Um, I, I, I like agree. it. It's a cute look. Yeah. You could definitely modernize it um, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and then lastly, I put Jason in his like, believe it was like the first outfit we see him in. He's wearing like a light wash denim jean with white sneakers, um, layers, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. So he has like a t-shirt on top of that. He has like almost like a extremely light wash, nearly white um like denim button down and on top of that he has like a navy vest yeah and his hair is also iconically oh yeah 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 um Mm -hmm. i think we're gonna see a lot of jason and a lot of jason's iconic outfits so i'm gonna give um our award to kimberly this time around since if if i was in the 90s this would be the type of outfit that i would probably wear just like a little just a little girl on the go you know, I think it makes like sense. Perfect, yeah. The perfect mall outfit. 
Um, I agree. I think I would give it to her as well. Yeah. Um, next up for the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness, we're starting off here with Amy's outfit. Um, and this is when she's chastising Alan outside. Um, she is wearing, I do think that you could wear this nowadays and, and get away with it. She's wearing like a black business skirt, Mm -hmm. um, like a pencil skirt, uh, tucked into that is a long sleeve, uh, white blouse, um, kind of like a deep V. It is a pretty blouse, a little bit of a floofy sleeve, which I think is coming back, but I'm like pulled in at the wrist. And then on top of that, she's, and she she takes off the coat later. That's how I know what the the shirt looks like. And then the coat is like a long, um, I don't know what color you'd call that. It's like a brown, but it's a cooler tone. Yeah. Topi brown. Yeah. Like a cool tone brown. Um, kind of like a long pea coat or almost like a, um, what are those like rain detective jackets? What are those called? Um, it's kind of like one of those, like a warmer weather, one of those trench coat. coat, It's almost like a trench coat. And she has like a, a patterned scarf, like a light, light, light scarf. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Um, like that blouse a lot. It's a pretty blouse. The, um, People, you know, I know some people that wear scarves still to this day, so it could still stay modern. And the mm-hmm. black skirt is timeless for sure. Yes. Um, next up, I had to include Eric's outfit when he goes to the modeling gig, the oh, all yeah. black ensemble. Ugh. We talked about, about it a bit earlier. He's wearing like a black denim, a black turtleneck, and what looks to be like a black leather jacket over top of it. Yes, beautiful, stunning. I love this outfit. He has a belt. He's actually wearing a black, like, pleather vest. It's not Mm -hmm. a a full-on jacket. Some stunning black pants, maybe some boot-like shoes. And the the pants are, like, kind of like a a boot cut. They're, like, tighter than a standard, like, 90s pant. Yes. This is a, a a gorgeous ensemble by Eric. He looks stunning. Yes. You know who would wear this outfit? Joey Tribbiani. Oh, I'm sure he's worn this is he's worn this 100. Yes, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. he definitely has. Mm -hmm, Um, And then, kind of as a joke, I threw in Eric's lobster outfit because it's like iconic. But like, would someone wear that today? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I mean, that would be a very good Halloween costume. I think people would be very impressed by it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know it is kind of it is a. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's the arms. I don't know how you would eat anything at your Chris or your your Halloween party though. No, no eating. No eating. No, no need to eat. No. Um. So, what are your thoughts? Who's oh, winning the Paul I Rudd mean, certificate without, of timelessness? Yeah, without a doubt, I would say that Eric's modeling outfit is the creme de la creme. Gorgeous, stunning. I love it. I think he looks great. I think that it could work for any any time mm-hmm. of the century. And he looks like a cool boy. And um, I just love that this is his his modeling outfit and that this is this is the getup that he came up with. Yes. And I think that like black, I think is timeless, like all black, especially is like a classic look. So I think that oh, you yeah. can't go wrong with with that. For 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks great. 10 out of 10. Love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So congratulations, Eric, and congratulations, congratulations, Kimberly. <laughs> Kimberly, I'm so proud of you. You did Kimberly. it. Yeah, I did 
We've been waiting this whole time for Kimberly to win yes. something. It's finally time. Yes. Beautiful. Never see her again. No, probably not. <laughs> Good riddance. You're no, you're no Heather. See you no. later. No, no. <laughs> Unless these are Heather 1 and Heather 2. Maybe that's what this oh, is. Oh, gosh. They're probably both named Heather. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Three oh and my gosh. Uh, four so, and five. Oh, too many Heathers. Too many Heathers. <laughs> so that was our episode. I'm looking forward to the next one. We'll be up to season one, episode 17. Um, wow. Heading towards the end of season one. I cannot believe we've, wow. we're already almost at the end of season one. That's incredible. That's incredible. I know. Very exciting. Yes. Very exciting and, to um, move forward in, uh, into a I know. new grade. I can't wait. I cannot wait to get to the, yeah, to get to the heavier stuff to get, to, I mean, we keep talking about it, but like, it'll be exciting to get to the more like the, the heavier episodes. Um, yeah. And Sarah mentioned that we just recently had a podcast with Josh Wiggler for Jingle All the Way as part of our holiday content. We do have one more bonus holiday podcast dropping on next Monday. Um, it's started out as it was supposed to be a hey arnold christmas podcast where we talk about arnold's christmas uh, which is a season one episode of hey arnold um and then it turned out that we started out just talking about our christmases and our traditions and we opened the gifts that we got each other and so we had a lot of fun with that so we're kind of marketing it as like this is just our, our christmas bonus special if you want to yeah. join us for that that'd be fun yeah with a with a, a late discussion of hey arnold as well. Yeah, and I think we'll we will be able to put a timestamp in. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll put a timestamp in our show notes if they want to skip yes, to the to the hey Arnold discussion yeah. as well. Um, so that will be coming out next Monday. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And then we do have a special announcement coming up at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. um, that'll be fun as well. Yeah, I'm very excited for that too. Hmm. <laughs> so we're just ramping up here at Shit Ninety Shows. Taught me. Yeah, just getting yeah. started, guys. Yeah. So make sure you send in uh, feedback for this episode and future episodes at Shit Nineties Pod um, at gmail.com or at Shit Nineties Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any nineties movies that you would like us to cover in January or February or March any of the months just uh let us know if there's anything (laughs) that you want to see um and make sure you uh you know subscribe if you're not subscribed to us but also rate us a five-star review on itunes that would be amazing and exciting and remarkable and we would love that for us and um all the other things that you can do for a podcast i don't know is there other stuff yes um tell your friends tell your parents oh. do they like boy meets world <laughs> tell everybody yeah yeah <laughs> we have we have a lot of fun content coming out we're trying to kind of you know diversify we love talking about boy meets world but we just like talking about the 90s in general so we're trying to kind of keep it keep it uh keep coming with the what am i saying we're trying to just try you, things out and have fun here okay? i'm getting hot <laughs> I have a blanket on okay. my lap and I'm getting hot. Okay. All righty. <laughs> so before we start getting the sillies, this is Sarah mm. Ferguson signing off. Um, and that's Jessica Sterling. And we Oh, my God. We need you. to start implementing what? the like my fave murder thing where they're like, that's Sarah Ferguson. And then you say, that's Jessica Sterling. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. You don't listen to my favorite I murder. Li- I, I don't. I don't. I, so, okay. So now, I don't want to copy all that. The, 
No, that's true. All the murderinos will know what I'm talking about. But yes, this is Jessica Sterling also here with Sarah Ferguson signing off and wishing you and yours a happy holidays, a Merry yes. Christmas, Merry a Christmas. happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Uh, Kwanzaa, Chinooka. happy New Year. Yeah, Chinooka, if you saw that that uh, cameo from What's-His-Face. Oh my gosh, so funny. So funny, um, so funny. Smokey Robinson, was that who it was? Smokey Robinson, yes. Yeah. Happy so, Chinooka, everybody. Stay, happy Chinooka. Stay safe, stay happy, stay well, and we will talk <laughs> to you guys next time. going off the rails. Listen, it's on the rails, 100% on the rails. Okay, okay. Bye, guys. Goodbye, everybody. Listen, I like a sloppy exit. I feel like it's more fun. (laughs) Actually, really, I'm getting hot. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.